Hi, I'm Brittany Bly. And I'm Anna Marie Newell, and welcome to Pilot Lights. The podcast brought to you by two highly unqualified adults who break down pilot episodes of new and old TV shows. And just so you know, this podcast comes with a permanent spoiler alert. Welcome to Pilot Lights. I am Anna Marie, and I am here with my favorite co-host, Brittany Bly. How are you doing, Brittany? Oh, I'm sleepy, but I'm good. <laughs> doing well. Yeah, it has been. We've been on a break. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, I think it's been like over a month. Yeah. <gasps> oh, sorry, listeners. I know. I know you guys were just like really. Really uh, craving them pilot lights. <laughs> I do have a coworker who did ask me, are you dropping an episode this weekend? <laughs> like two weeks ago. <laughs> I was dropping like, oh, sorry, we're not. We're yeah. taking a break because you were on spring break and now I'm on spring break. Yeah, I was sick. I still am sick. Yeah, I wasn't sick, but <laughs> mentally was sick a little bit. Yeah. It's been crazy. We even... Uh, even though I have seen you, so like yeah. we haven't recorded, but I have been in the presence of Dr. Bly, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. We went to our friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. Where'd we go? Montreal. <laughs> That's how you say it. That's how the guy told me to say it. The Mont- guy. Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We were in Montreal, <laughs> Quebec, <laughs> Canada. Um, what'd you think? What'd you think of Montreal? Um, here's the thing. I'm from Minnesota. Okay. Uh-huh. I know winter and I would never introduce Rochester, Minnesota to anyone in the winter <laughs> because it's awful. And that's yeah. kind of how I felt about Montreal. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, it's dark and cold and snowy, but I'm sure it's gorgeous in the summer. And spring and fall. Yeah, just any time that we weren't there. And it was very French. Like, I felt like it was more France than when I went to France. <laughs> no, I, okay, I feel the same way. And I, it's like, I don't want to get canceled or anything for saying this, but like, it was too French for me. <laughs> too for, French. For all of our French listeners out there, we're sorry. <laughs> I know. I just thought, oh, Canada, like I knew Quebec. Yeah. Is Frenchy and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, Canadian English with undertones of French. And then mm-hmm. it was literally everything was all the signs were French. Yeah, was- it really took me back to my high school days of learning French. Oh, <laughs> That's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that was fun. We um took a little break but I think it was a good break and then Uh having having time to spend with like our friends from California like our COVID squad you know Mm -hmm. it was nice it was nice Mm -hmm. you got to see you got to see baby our baby Cammy. oh Cammy, Camille (laughs) bring our baby home (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was and we saw Jess yeah Jess and Maddie and Maddie is my birthday twin Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
in a different year, but still. So I love being with another Leo. Um, it was a nice needed break. I love getting away. It's nice. It's nice to do that. I am on spring break right now, currently. And it is Monday as we record, which is, we are so out of whack because yeah, we, we record on Sundays and in only two hour different time zone. But I am in Arizona visiting my brother and his wife and my baby little niece. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to be out of snow. I'm yeah. telling you, we probably in Park City got over the last like, oh my gosh, month, we probably got like 30 inches of snow. Ugh. And I just read something that because now it's getting sunnier that it's you guys are more prone to avalanches. Mm-hmm. That's really scary. Yeah. And flooding. Yeah. Have you ever seen an avalanche? Like in person? Yeah. No. Have you? No. Oh. I mean, I've seen them on TV. <laughs> yeah. But that's just, that's so scary. Yeah. But now you're in Arizona. What's the temperature there? Currently un- unknown, but the high today is supposed to be 90. Ugh. All right. Well, should we talk about our show? Yeah. Okay. This was your choice this This week. This was my choice Mm -hmm. about a month ago when we decided. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We will be discussing today Welcome to Flatch, which sounds ridiculous, the name. It does. And the show is ridiculous. So I'm excited to talk about it because it's it's one of those shows that I watched the pilot and I think they released a bunch of episodes on Hulu before or maybe like three or four. And then I watched all of them and then I went, oh, okay, this is fine. And then like <laughs> I've watched both seasons. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. So it's... Does it come out? Is it currently coming out weekly? I think so. I don't watch it for a while and then I'll be like, oh. Let me see if they have new episodes of Welcome to Flash. Oh, they do. Okay, I'll watch three episodes. That's kind mm-hmm. of how it is, you know. Okay. So it debuted March 17th, 2022. Um, and I think it's a Fox show. Yeah. And I know you can get season two on Hulu, but season one is not on Hulu. So it mm-hmm. kind of threw me for a loop. So I found it on Prime. So if anyone wants to watch it, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's streaming for free. So you don't have to pay for it. On Amazon Prime. Because sometimes you have to pay for a season, you know? That's true. Yes. Anyways. Um, Okay. So the IMDb summary. Uh Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. It says, a documentary film crew follows a group of young adults and their current concerns in their small town. You think it's done yet? It's not. Uh, The crew focus is the daily loves. Oh, lives. I typed it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) the crew follows oh my gosh the crew focus is the daily lives of cousins kelly and shrub mallet and their idiosyncratic surroundings okay that's a long summary that is really long do you want to know a tagline for the show there is one well it's something i found yeah what is it okay so you know welcome to flatch not the worst place to be Honestly, I kind of also feel like it's Welcome to Flatch. Not the worst show there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I actually, I love this because it's set in Flatch, Ohio. And for anyone who knows, I am from Ohio. I currently live in Ohio. And so I get very, shh, can I say 
proud of this, even though Flash technically is not a real city in the state of Ohio. But I mean, it's it's one in the same. They are the same. Oh, I think it's a Pix Ohio. Okay, <laughs> not the worst place to be. It's not the worst place to be. <laughs> <laughs> so true okay so the show was created by a woman named jenny bix i had never heard of her um but i found as i looked on imdb that she is a writer or like created sex in the city and was like a big contributor Mm -hmm. director or something on sex in the city and then rio too so i mean she's really got range (laughs) rio too (laughs) um should we talk about the cast a little bit yes Let's okay. The main characters are Shrub and Mal- Shrub Mallet and Kelly Mallet, and they are cousins. And Kelly Mallet is played by a uh, actress named Holmes. I think she just goes by Holmes. Yeah, I that's think- cool. Like Cher, Madonna. I think it's her last name. But also, like I think I follow her on Twitter, but I didn't realize it or something because she's like she's one of those. <laughs> Like, I think she went viral sometime. For what? I don't know. Like, a video or something? I don't know. Like, I'm looking at other... Mm-hmm. I'm looking at other shows Mm-mm. she's in. No, I think she's, like, an she's online... She's barely in anything else. Influencer personality kind of person. Maybe she did comedy stand-up. There is that mm-hmm. show, um, Call Me Cat, and she, her character is also named Kelly Mallet. so... it's. I think really it's a crossover. Actually, I don't know. That would have been a good thing to... Uh, okay. Look up. Um, One other thing I forgot to mention before we (laughs) get more into the cast is that this is an American remake of the British BBC series, This Country, which I didn't watch, but we should watch because I bet it's funny. Mm -hmm. I bet it is funny. I looked it up, though, and I think one of the only ways to stream it is like BBC Player or something, and it's it's not any of the services I have or I don't know how to get it, so um, probably not. I probably won't be able to watch it either. <laughs> okay, so then we have um, so Holmes plays the uh, the character Kelly Mallet, and her cousin uh, Lloyd <laughs> Shroyd, Lloyd Shrub Mallet mm-hmm. is played by an actor named Sam Strally, and I'd never seen him before, but he looks familiar. He just looks like every boy we went to high school with in the early two thousands who stayed in high school. Like who stayed there, yeah. Still in high school, who's <laughs> still in Ohio? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't really recognize anything. I think the most recognizable uh, actor in this show is probably Sean William Scott. Yes, I agree. So Sean William Scott plays Joseph Binghoffer, or mm-hmm. who's the Reverend, but they all call him Father, Father Joe. Joe. So he's not <laughs> Catholic, but they call him Father Joe. Yeah, and he's just moved to Flatch from. Minneapolis Minneapolis so Minneapolis uh, as a pastor there and then we have his ex-girlfriend Cheryl Peterson who Mm -hmm. also was like a a journalist at the Star Tribune we used to get the Star Tribune so (laughs) I mean that makes me happy Uh, but anyways she's played by an actress named Aya Cash and I know Aya Cash from Amazon's The Boys Hmm. which you will never watch. So (laughs) you should never watch that show. I love that show. It was very gory. It would gross you out. But anyways, Mm -hmm. that's what I know her from. Um, And she was a very different character. 
Hmm. And then we have um, Big Mandy Matthews, who actually I really like. I feel like in the pilot episode, they don't show her character as well as like, I don't know. She like grows into her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, But she's played by Crystal Smith. Uh, And then a couple of the other actors and actresses. uh, We have Mickey St. Jean, who is... He was born on the same day in the same hospital as Shrub. Um, and he basically thinks that he and Shrub are best friends, but they're not. Shrub thinks he's annoying, but he's the only one in town who has a PlayStation. <laughs> it's true. And that uh, character is played by Justin Linville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then there's also Beth, but I didn't even look up Beth. <laughs> there's also, there's a character named... Nadine. Oh yeah, Nadine. Yeah. Yeah, played by Taylor Ortega. Do you and know she, her? no. Yeah, me either. Yeah, but she um she's kind of like a rival with Kelly, would you mm-hmm. say? Yeah. Um they in like second grade or something, they used to be best friends and then just had a falling out because Nadine always beats Kelly at like everything. She always is this like perfect girl young woman or whatever and so kelly just does not like her i don't like her either i find her obnoxious she's i mean she is kind of like a mean girl but also i don't think she's really that mean i just think from our point of view which is kelly's point of view she's just annoying yeah and she plays this like know-it-all and she's like obsessed with the town flatch and yeah, the historical society. She works yeah, at <laughs> the historical society. And then we find out too, that she married, um, I don't even remember his name, but he's one of the, he's kind of a side character, mm-hmm. but uh, Kelly had a crush on him and Nadine married him and they have a kid together. And so yeah. it's just a silly, a silly little cast but it's kind mm-hmm. of one of those shows like parks and rec honestly where <clears throat> sorry where characters like are recurring characters they're town people so it's like you see them every episode yeah. but they're not uh-huh. really a part of the main cast so yeah it's a silly show about a very small town and that's um basically the cast yeah and um it's what's interesting about this is it is a documentary mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like Parks and Rec because that's documentary mm-hmm. or like The Office and where you, they have the like cutaway um, individual like interview segments, you know. But then it also gives me um, Shit's Creek yeah. vibes because, very, you know, small town and all that stuff, but it's just, so it's like a combination of those things. It's pretty funny, but also it's so silly. It's so silly. It's not a show that you have to think a lot about while watching (laughs) or pay attention to. It's not as heartwarming as Schitt's Creek and it's not as stupid as IT crowd. (laughs) So it's somewhere in the middle of that. That's true. (laughs) So I wonder what the British one is like. I know. I bet it's very similar. This Mm -hmm. is, this is, in my opinion, I think like recorded a lot like a British show. Like the humor is like very deadpan mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of ridiculous at the same time, but also yeah. very, there's very American like tropes and stuff. So yeah. Um, what else? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's 
like you said, it's filmed like a documentary. Um, and there's little like blurbs about it, like a documentary, like words will come yeah. up on the screen and they do that throughout the whole show. Yeah. Which I think which, is fun. Yeah. I like that because I mean, we've already mentioned Parks and Rec or The Office, which are documentary style shows, but they don't have, I mean, they don't show like quotes and things that we would no. often see in a real documentary. Um, it just, so it's like almost every episode starts out with this quote. Recent studies show that Americans long for a simpler life in small towns. To explore these communities, Fox sent a documentary crew to spend time with the citizens of Flatch, Ohio. It's and then yeah. it says population one thousand five hundred twenty-six. <laughs> that is small. That's <laughs> very small. That. I watched this with my uh, last night. I watched the episode with my brother and my sister-in-law, and I don't remember if it was my brother. I think it was my sister-in-law. She's like, "Is this like a real documentary?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> Did you ever watch the movie Waiting for Guffman? Yeah, we watched it together. Oh, yeah. I make everybody watch that movie, but I also feel like it has a similar vibe as that. Like uh-huh. small town where people take things like very seriously, but it's also like they have these little festivals and yeah. town history. And yeah, so it kind of has a similar, I think, uh, vibe as that. Yeah. Okay. So ready to move on to the plot mm-hmm. of our pilot episode? Yep. Okay. Do you want me to go through it or do you want to go through it? I want you to go through it. Okay. So here's the plot. (laughs) It is ridiculous. (laughs) And it's kind of one of those shows that jumps around. Like you have a main idea, but also a lot of it feels very improvised. Mm -hmm. So like Kelly and Shrub have a really funny banter. And honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a show where it's like cousins are. Best friends. Yeah. Or like it's like about a cousin's. Hmm. So maybe siblings and stuff, but I don't know. Anyways, so it starts out. Um, we're introduced to Kelly and Shrub while they are playing a prank on the uh, town city bus driver um, <laughs> that they have a grudge about. And so we find out that they grew up in this town. They have like no ambition to do anything. They're probably in their early 20s and they just like dink around like all the mm-hmm. time. That's like what they do. Um, I don't think either of them have jobs. I mean, in fact, Kelly tells Nadine, like Nadine says, um, I think you probably should get a job. And she's like, uh, I have a job. It's called being an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, who is she influencing? And she has this like crowd of seventh graders and then like a really big fifth grader <laughs> that just follow her around. And she makes them just do like manual labor at, at everything. <laughs> so it's like, who is she influencing? In- These little kids. They hang out in the junkyard. And I love like when Sh- Shrub is like, <laughs> Kelly hangs out these seventh graders to protect her or something. And it's like, she's just this like adult woman. It's so funny. Um, So after we're introduced to Kelly and Shrub, we are then introduced to the town's new reverend, Father Mm -hmm. Joe. So even though he isn't a father, that's what the whole town calls him. And he's sort of taken it under like as his job to kind of take Kelly and shrub under his wing and teach them and help them grow and give them ambition. And that's kind of how we're set up to meet Mm -hmm. him. We found out he, like I said earlier, he's just moved from Minnesota and his ex-girlfriend has also moved from Minnesota to Flatch. And I can't remember if they moved. It was, yeah, they were, they moved together. Yeah. And then he broke up with her. Right. Because he claimed that he needed like time and space to focus on the church. 
but then he's also on tinder <laughs> yeah and i think she is too yeah <laughs> so so yeah so she's here and she stays to just kind of like figure out so obviously there's some set up there right mm-hmm. um after this we're introduced to big mandy um she's just a character at first but she really becomes like a pretty integral part of the series Mm -hmm. um we find out in this episode that the town is having a fall scarecrow festival which if you have ever lived close to a small town or are from a small town you will know that little festivals like this happen all the time Um, well here's a here's a quote yeah go for it the documentary Studies show a strong correlation between the celebration of small town traditions and community happiness. But also, like, I can't even tell you the number of, like, corn cob street dances I've been to or (laughs) cheese curd days or, like, Rochester Fest. And Rochester's not a small town, but just, like, going Mm -hmm. to these little festivals are so funny. Well, so, again, I did grow up in Ohio. And in the county that I um, lived in and still live in, we have fair day. It's literally like a day off of school Mm. in the middle of the week because of the fair. And then there's like horses. And when I was in marching band, I had to march in it. And man, you got to walk behind those horses and all their droppings. You just got to walk straight. But they don't have (laughs) the poop bag behind them. No. You just had to, you had to walk straight. So you had to walk through it. Yeah, and it gets caught in your little marching band shoes. It's really gross, but but we got a lot of pride. Yeah, I mean, it sounds <laughs> like it. If you have a lot of pride to walk through horse manure. So, yes, Scarecrow Festival. So when we're introduced to this concept, Shrub is uh, really excited and proud to create a Scarecrow because I think he won last year's festival. Mm-hmm. So he takes it very seriously and makes sure that all the dimensions are correct and all of that. And so this is just like <laughs> a ridiculousness that we're introduced to with his character. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kelly is, <laughs> we find out Kelly is very obsessed with her dad mm-hmm. um, and she wants to enter the skillet toss contest so that she can bring back the trophy to the mallet name. And she thinks that the skillet toss was started um, (laughs) by pioneer women throwing things at their kids or the native Americans. (laughs) You can look them up. You can can look look it up. up. That's what she's like, whatever you can look it up. Now Um, is she, wait, can I, but in, is there, cause later we do see her dad. mm -hmm. Is he like, remarried or with another yeah partner yeah so he's like a pretty vacant dad Mm -hmm. um and she's like he's her hero so like that's kind of a whole thing and if you notice shrub often like looks at the camera and rolls his eyes because his dad her dad's like awful and just kind of lazy and selfish but anyways yeah he married someone else and had a kid and so he has a baby with uh-huh. this other person. And it's just sad because Kelly just like wants yeah. to impress her dad and be close. And so there's a uh, components of that that are pretty heartfelt. Mm-hmm. So uh, we also find out that shrub was named after his dad, Lloyd. <laughs> I love this. But then he drank. Do you want to tell it? Well, so his dad drank a lot of bush beer, which is very Midwest beer. Well, yeah. I mean, we have the, 
we have a factory like down the road from me. Mm. And um, so they called the dad Bush and then they called the son Shrub because he was like a little Bush. But then the best part is he's like, yeah, I don't really know my dad. He left when I was a baby. <laughs> so like the nickname literally stuck with him, even though but he doesn't know Kelly his dad. was like, he probably still drinks a lot of beer though. <laughs> <laughs> like that makes it any better. <laughs> it's sad. So do they live together? They're like in the same house? Honestly, I don't think they do. Cause do I we think ever she- meet moms? No, no. We meet. Oh, it's so weird. We so Shrub lives with his grandmother, and then Kelly, I think, lives with her mom. But I don't think we ever really meet her mom, and I don't think we meet Shrub's grandma. So Jeez. <laughs> they just like hang out all the time. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we meet also. So we get to the festival, and while they're standing there, um. Kelly goes, oh, Beth is back. And then you see Shrub <laughs> just like, like just lose it. And it pans over and it's like, well, I think she's the most beautiful person. She's like, oh, Beth is back from cosmetology school. They didn't even teach her how to do her hair. And they, <laughs> the camera pans over to the like most like boring looking. And this actress must be just like so funny. Her yeah. hair is like straggly. She looks like morose, just like she has no personality. And Shrub's like, she's the most beautiful human on this whole planet. <laughs> He's like, what? I have a crush on her. So, yeah. So we're introduced to Beth and we're mm-hmm. also introduced to Mickey, who we explained before is this character who's just like always upbeat and he loves Shrub. Like he wants to be best friends with Shrub. Mm-hmm. But Shrub has no interest in being best friends with him. Uh, and it's, it's funny because Shrub makes him... Shrub makes Mickey sound like pathetic, like he's always, you know, running after Shrub. But then when you have, when Mickey does his little like interview or whatever, like introducing himself, it's like he's made a thousand dollars on <laughs> cryptocurrency yeah. and he like sells things and is isn't interested in all these things and and he, and later on he like starts. I watched another episode and I swear he was like building something or something like technical. So it's just like. A lot of the documentary or a lot of the show is through Kelly and Shrub's mm-hmm. eyes. But then mm-hmm. when we actually get to know the other characters, we're like, oh, like not everyone is as lame as they seem. Like Mickey yeah. seems so sweet. And then yeah. he even said that he like set aside money to buy Shrub a birthday present. And they have the same birthday. <laughs> but then, of course, we know that Shrub is not going to get Mickey a present. So he's the sweet person yeah um he is so they get to the festival and shrub is holding his scarecrow that he's like worked really hard on for three months for three months (laughs) and he's going to find where like his assigned location for him to like set up his scarecrow and he Mm -hmm. finds out that (laughs) it's in the middle of nowhere like away from the whole festival kind of in a like a potato field <laughs> yeah. he's pissed he's not happy he's like i signed up for this spot and i signed up with this lady and like she didn't write it down whatever anyway so yeah. like the whole time he's just really put off that he's in this field well because the thing is like the the people in the town are supposed to walk around see these scarecrows and then vote for the best one so then if he's so far away 
he's like, no one's going to vote for me and I'm not going to win. And like, there was this other scarecrow that is literally a cardboard box robot with like a live person inside. Just like, I am a robot. And he's like, so upset. He's like, it's not even a scarecrow. <laughs> like, why is a scarecrow have a robot voice? There aren't any crows in space. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but so it's, like, it's like the way that they deliver these lines. It's like, like, <laughs> 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 And then my favorite is when the lady who's taken his spot, she literally just brings a teddy bear and puts a hat on it. And then there's like a crow and he's like, see, it's not even working. Like the crows know the difference. The crows know the difference. Yeah. Um, So anyway. um, Okay. So then there's this, another quote from the documentary that's on the screen. And it says with mounting job loss in rural communities, young people are learning to be entrepreneurial. And it shows Shrub at this like potato farm on the outskirts of town or whatever. And he has invited people to come to see his scarecrow and to vote for him. But then they can like pick anything in the farm. Like they're just picking free potatoes and leaving and someone like bought a pig or something. Yeah. But it's not Shrub's farm. Like it is another man's farm. And he is so... He's so upset and he like scares everyone away. And then they have this like, they have to sit down with Father Joe. (laughs) And again, this is where you kind of see Father Joe like taking on the role of literally like a father, kind of like settling Mm -hmm. a quarrel between children. And he's like, Shrub, apologize. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah. And anyway, I think one of my favorite lines, he's like, I don't know why you're mad all those potatoes had worms anyway. And Kelly's like, well, a free potato is a free potato shrub. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Cause he's like, we're free potatoes. I mean, it's still a free potato. (laughs) Like it has worms. It's inedible, but it's still anyways. Um, Okay. So Kelly finds out that her, her time has been moved up for the skillet contest, Mm -hmm. skillet throwing contest. What I love and what I think is actually so funny in this show is that like, everything becomes like such a big deal because that's her whole life. She's like, they moved up my time. And she gets on her bike and rides away. And um, she like runs into her dad and she's like, I'm going to make you proud dad. Like I'm going to bring the the trophy. And he's like, well, is big Mandy going to be throwing? And she's like, well, yeah. And he goes, okay. (laughs) She's like, apparently, you know, the best skillet thrower, but that's the best part is like, this is a stupid thing. And they have a person in town who's the best at it. (laughs) um so kelly takes her turn and she ends up throwing the skillet and it hits her dad's (laughs) best friend or co-worker in the leg and he knocks him out and yeah she's (laughs) like devastated right because she loses yeah and also because shrub had like done all these like awful things he gets disqualified from the scarecrow contest and the person who wins is the robot scarecrow (laughs) so but then just right um like at the end father joe he like kind of has a little pity on shrub and he's Mm -hmm. like i'd like to call someone down here for being so creative and all this stuff and he's like where's shrub mallet and then you see Shrub, he has lost it, and he is running around the town, or like the little uh, park or whatever, literally setting the scarecrows on fire. <laughs> 
and the fire's just going everywhere and they're like throwing the bobbing apples water on it <laughs> but like they can't do it that's the best like he goes to throw the water and it just <laughs> splashes back on him and then um the fire like gets goes to the the that booth that mickey was sitting at with all the fireworks <laughs> And all the fireworks are set off. And the best is who's yelling, stop cheering. Because the whole town just starts like clapping. <laughs> You're like, ooh, ah. And it's it, like, no, it's not supposed to happen right now. Is it Father Joe that's like, stop cheering. Stop cheering for these <laughs> yeah. fireworks. And the whole town's just like, it's like very Parks and Rec where. Yes. You know. It is. And is that's pretty much where it ends, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Okay. It's a solid pilot. It's entertaining. It it's is. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to say about that since you're from Ohio? I just... Okay, so funny story. Well, you know this about me. You know I like to drive. And you know I like to just get in the car on a Saturday or whatever and just literally take random turns and drive. And now that I'm in Ohio, I just... I end up in these little tiny towns that either I've actually never heard of or even ones that I have, but I'm like, oh, I've never been there. Like, let's go to Mount Gilead or whatever. And so yesterday I was driving. I'm in the car and I'm just like taking random turns. It's literally just farmland because that's where I am in Ohio. Farm and then there's a house and then it's a farm. Oh, and then there's like a little church. Anyway, I was in this little, little, little tiny town, which fun fact, I was actually going to teach in, but then I ended up not. Mm. Sometimes I drive there and I'm like, oh, what would my life have been like if I was teaching here? So I'm driving down this little town, this street, and there's like flower boxes because now it's springtime and it's like American flags everywhere because that's where we are. And then there's this boy, like I'm driving, this is real life. There's this boy like on his bike, just sitting at the corner of the street. Not like he's waiting for me to cross so that he crosses. He's literally just sitting there on his bike and he, his head just watches me drive and drive and drive. And I was like, this is Flatch, Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) So I love the show because it's like where I am and I just I do like smaller towns even though honestly I wouldn't really want to live there one thing I was wondering though and you mentioned that they're kind of like older I mean I honestly was like how old are Kelly and Shrub because people talk about them as if they're like young adults or like youth so I'm just like are they in high school but I never see them go to school they're or... not they're not in high school. They they're supposed to be uh like adult age. Okay. Well, like they act like middle schoolers. They do. And I think that's what's so funny about this show is that they literally have like they're not doing anything. <sighs> and so, but that's what's so that... funny is like I I know a lot of people, well, maybe not. It's, a, it's definitely a caricature of that type of person who like graduates from high school in this small town and then doesn't do anything. They never leave. Well, that was the thing. Like if I were, I remember talking to the principal of that school that I was going to teach at in this really small town in Ohio. And I just like asked him a question, like trying to be all intelligent, asking an interviewer a question. And I said, you know, what is a struggle or a challenge that you see your school facing? And he said something like, 
these kids do well in school and then they don't go to college and they just stay in this town. And he's like, you know, I want them to maybe think about going to college, but yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, I read this, um, from this review and we'll get into the actual reviews, but it's like Kelly and shrub tend to spend the entire day doing nothing valuable except for one attempt to start an Uber. Like this is a later, like, <laughs> that's the second episode Uber like ride sharing service and flatch where lots of people don't have vehicles. What they do love is pulling pranks on the bus driver, drawing graffiti and poking fun at local minister underneath all that screwing around lies a broken family dynamic. And you understand why they rely on each other completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is like a case like I didn't grow up around family but I know like I have cousins in different areas that like they totally relied on each other in these Mm -hmm. like smaller towns or these like smaller kind of broken down systems and everything so it's entertaining okay let's talk about reviews yeah Okay, so again, let's go off this article that I was reading. Um, It's called uh, Small Town Mockumentary, Welcome to Flatch is a Mixed Bag. Um, And this is an article by Saloni Gazer, and it was published on AV Club, and it's basically the tagline on it. It's Fox's latest comedic series has its heart in the right place, but can't quite find its footing. And I would say that the pilot episode definitely encapsulates that idea like it has the right feel but it hasn't quite landed mm-hmm. and honestly as I've watched this show I kind of feel that way like is it a show that I'm gonna set my watch by to you know make sure that I have it recorded or make sure that I have it like I'm up to date on it like Shit's Creek or Abbott or yeah um Parks and Rec when it was at that time or whatever like no but I find it has like a good heart and it's like a silly little facet of entertainment that like I I like, you know? It's like mm-hmm. heartfelt, but it's not too deep, but there's parts of it that you can relate to. Um, it starts out by saying, I like the underdog, that's in quotes. Welcome to Flatch's Shrub proudly states two minutes into the show's premiere as a way of explaining why he's eating his cousin Kelly's discarded cinnamon powdered mini donut. <laughs> In his metaphor, the unloved treats are the underdog. It's a line that succinctly sums up the lead duo and setting of this Fox comedy in which a documentary crew jet off to investigate why America dreams, Americans dream of a simpler life, chancing upon a titular, 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 chancing upon the Ohio small town. This article goes on to say there's really been no buzzy breakout broadcast sitcom since The Good Place emerged in 2016. Although the game is slowly changing with the arrival of ABC's Abbott Elementary and CBS's Ghosts, which we've done both of those shows, I just want to say. We have. Um, And then it says, Welcome to Flatch isn't a worthy addition to the primetime slate right away, but it's not without hope either. The Fox comedy has a notable pedigree after all. It hails from, like I said, Sex and the City writer Jenny Bix and Counts Mm -hmm. Freaks and Geeks Paul Feige as writer and director. While Welcome to Flatch isn't immediately attention-grabbing or a laugh riot, it begins to find some shape a few episodes in, which you've watched a few episodes, and I think you can agree with that. Like, it definitely finds its footing. But, like, Schitt's Creek was like that, too. And so it was like... Yeah, I think it's... I was trying to think about why, and I feel like the pilot episode, because it's like the beginning of a documentary, you're like, 
literally introduced to the characters. And so they're just telling you kind of like facts about themselves or about each other. Yeah. But then when you get into even the I okay, I've only watched two and a half episodes. <laughs> so the second episode I know better than all the other ones. Um the second episode I think is funnier than the first because I feel like we're past introductions, so we're actually seeing real interactions between the characters and it's it's like more developed. Yeah, I agree. And I think in this article he says the farce is an extremely slow burn. Think the demanding first seasons of The Office and Parks and Recreation shows that Fiege also directed. Fox mm-hmm. is probably launching the first seven episodes to binge on Hulu on its linear premiere day for this reason. So I think that's what happened is they did release the episodes on Hulu. And so you could just start watching it. And then by the time it, it was de- debuting on Fox, like you would kind of bought into the storyline. Yeah, that's smart. Which is so smart because we kind of talked about that with like um, Not Dead Yet. Do you remember? Where it was like, Ugh, I don't know, it's like good, but I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. Whereas, yeah, because, but like with this show, if they hadn't released all of the episodes that first. Yeah, I agree. Time, I wouldn't have probably kept watching it. So mm-hmm. I just, there's lots of reviews from just normal everyday people who are watching the show. And they're all so positive. I mean, these people are like, Flatch gave me life. Which like, okay. But also, cool, good for them. Yeah. And, I mean, people talking about how Holmes, so the actor who plays Kelly. Yeah. Like, she's phenomenal. And, okay, how would I describe her and her character? Two words. Smirking emoji. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Yes. Literally, when she just, like, looks straight at the camera, but with, like, her head tilted down with that smirk oh my gosh yeah it's the, <laughs> that's my favorite you know that's my favorite emoji i know it is that's literally what she looks like all it's the always time. like i use that emoji like ordering food mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> um no i love that yeah i agree with that okay um did you see any other reviews or anything uh no let's just talk about the ratings okay oh yeah let's talk about the ratings okay so i always forget this part because i always i'm like okay let's talk about our ratings all right so imdb yeah so on imdb excuse me um the overall rating for the show is a 6.6 uh with the Mm -hmm. pilot episode being a 6.1 yeah interesting rotten tomatoes this was an interesting one had 50 58 percent tomato meter so that's like from the critics and then the audience score was 76 percent oh i I see 81 are you looking at the pilot i think i was just looking overall is it it must be 81 then that's awesome yeah i'm on it right now it says 81 percent you're right um anyway so that's a pretty big discrepancy i think and I would say that my assessment falls probably somewhere in the middle of that. Should we talk about our ratings now or do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Um, all right. So when we do our ratings, we have um, four categories and then an overall. We talk about acting or characters um, out of five flames. We do soundtrack, then we do script, and then makes me want to watch it more. Um, all out of five flames. So for acting or characters, I gave it a three and a half out of five. Mm. I think, I don't know. I just, 
Well, I've already kind of mentioned and we've talked about how like this pilot, it's okay. But then as you go to later episodes, it feels like we know the characters better and, you know, in different and, you know, I don't know, better ways. And so, yeah, I think the pilot is like three and a half. The acting is good for what it is. Like, it's not groundbreaking, you know, they're just like real people. Um, So I think they're doing a good job, but I just... Hey, three and a half. It's like a 70%. I think that that's good. Then um, soundtrack. I, I don't even know if there's any music. And I think I that's think actually any. part of it. I think yeah. like that is a, a specific choice. Like even when they have the quotes up that I was reading about like statistics or whatever, it's just like quiet and you hear like chickens, whatever chickens do. Chirping? Yeah. What do chickens do? Balking? Bach. <laughs> Making noise. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I did not even give it a score for soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Then um, script, I also gave it a three and a half. It is very silly, mm-hmm. like goofy silly, um, a little stupid in yep. in moments. It's not deep at all. And so to me, it's like, did it take a lot to write this? Probably not. Um. But it's good. So again, that's three and a half. So it makes me want to watch it more. I also gave it three and a half. And I think the first time I watched it, like, I feel like you made me watch this. I know. I don't know where. We we can't figure out when, though. Where were we? Because it was last year. So I don't even know. Maybe it was when we were in. The South? Yeah. When we were in. Our baby. Charleston. With our baby. Um. Anyway, so Brittany made me watch it one time and I was like, okay, what am I watching? So for me, sometimes it's hard to get into these types of shows, even though there's there's The Office, there's Parks and Rec, like there are shows like this, but I guess actually in those shows, I had a hard time getting into yeah. as well. Yeah. And and so for me, it's like, I could go without watching it. Yeah. And it also goes back to what you said, where it's like, you kind of wait a little bit and then yeah. you say, oh oh yeah welcome to flatch are there more episodes and then you watch like three in a row or something yeah yeah so to me it's one of those like binging shows it goes quickly you know they're like half hour episodes or 25 minutes or whatever so um also i do love that it it's like kind of set i mean it is set in ohio and so it's it does make me feel i want to say nostalgic but that doesn't make sense just proud so i guess overall out of five, my average would be a three and a half, which is still it's higher than IMDb. Yeah, right? for sure. So, yeah, it's good. All right. Um, <laughs> this may be a first. I gave the acting three point five. Oh, okay. Um, because one, I think Holmes and the actor who plays Shrub, I think that they are so funny. Yeah. And in this pilot episode, they really set that character and that's their characters through the whole Mm -hmm. series. You see that they grow some and like they get different skills and they make relationships with people. And like we haven't even talked about the fact that – what's her name? Presley. Uh, Jamie Presley. Jamie Presley's in the – and she is a hilarious addition to the role. So really fast. She ends up playing one of the founding towns member like – 
great, 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 great granddaughter. And so she's kind of like a celebrity in Flatch because her last name is Flatch. And it's just, (laughs) she's a great character, but Kelly ends up really connecting with her and like, Mm. and it's a really cool thing. And then you see like Shrub eventually like tries to find his dad and he becomes like, he goes to art school. Like there's just a lot of things that like they start to build on and Mm. it's fun. Like it's like I said, the acting isn't like top rated, but also like it reminds me of like any small town you might go to. And I would assume that people in small towns might actually like relate to the show, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Music, I literally didn't give a score because there isn't any. There's no soundtrack. Right. And I think you're right. That's an interesting part that I hadn't thought about before. Like, oh yeah, maybe not having any music is actually like part of the production value. Yeah. Um, the script, I gave a 3.5 as well. It's funny, but it's also like, it's clever, but it's also so stupid. It's, it is like improv and I can really relate or I can really appreciate that. Like there's just parts of it that no one takes themselves too seriously. It's not groundbreaking. It's not as like quick witted or sharp as like Schitt's Creek, but it's also just like funny and silly. And I think it really appeals to this like I don't know, maybe our millennial generation of like, Mm. just this like ridiculous, it's not mean, it's not offensive, um, but it's entertaining. And so Mm -hmm. 3.5 makes me want to watch it more. I also gave a 3.5. What? I know. Um, Because again, I will watch it. I, every few weeks, like the episode, season two ended like in February and there's only like 15 episodes or something. Mm. And so I was like, man, that's weird and I'll like still check to see if like there's new episodes because it's one of those shows that like I want to know what happens to the characters but I'm not gonna wait every single week I don't need to like like succession I woke up this morning early and or I watched part of it last night and woke up this morning to watch it because I like (laughs) I don't want to read any spoilers I don't want to know what happens Uh same thing with like yellow jackets like I am like invested I'm not invested in the show but it does make me happy so Mm 3.5 Overall, 3.5. Wow. We are, this is probably the first time we've ever been 100% in step. I I find it clever. Like I said, I find it stupid. I like it enough to watch every episode that's been released and will probably be disappointed when it's not renew. That's how I feel. Like Hmm. I'll probably be disappointed, but I'm also going to move on. So it is a very cute, silly show, but I like it. And I would recommend it to anybody who also has like, a desire for something that's just like silly. Right. Yeah. You can be on your phone. You're gonna laugh. Yeah, that's true. Probably not gonna cry, but you might. There's some parts of it that are kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool to watch this like unique relationship of of cousins. Yeah. Um, and how they interact in this like very broken family, and they don't realize how broken it is, but you as an audience member you do. And so I can relate to that because I feel like I understand, not within my own family, but just like I've seen family members or I have friends that kind of fall in that category too. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. All right. That's Welcome to Flatch. Wow. You can watch it on, you can watch season two on Hulu and you can stream season one on Amazon Prime. It's on uh, Fox. I don't know if it's been renewed for a third season, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, highly recommend. Very funny. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. All right. What are we going to do next episode?
our next episode. <laughs> I feel like Brittany's going to roll her eyes at this. Um, okay, I kind of want to mix it up. I mean, we actually, we do a good job of mixing it up with like genres and, sure. and styles and all this stuff. Okay, I want to do a kid's show. Oh. And this is on Disney Plus and it's called Secrets of Sulphur Springs. Okay. Have you seen it before? No, I've never even heard of it. Okay, well, Disney Plus, Secrets of Sulphur Springs, the third season has like come out a month ago or whatever. So we're going to watch the very first pilot episode of it. Yeah. And well, I'm interested to know what you think because obviously like it's a Disney kids show. But I love kids shows. Did you know that? But like, of when? Like, what do you mean? Well, like, I mean, maybe it's more nostalgic. Yeah, (laughs) we should do Bluey at some point. Honestly, Bluey makes me cry. Anyways, Bluey's a really great show. Um, (laughs) What else? Yes, no. So I love kids shows. Okay. So anyway, okay, yeah, that sounds good. We'll do that next week. Yeah. Well, hey everyone, thanks for listening, and don't forget to um, like and or follow us on Instagram. We're at Pilot Lights dot podcast mm-hmm. we're also on facebook at pilot lights you'll see our little you know green picture with the tv and the beautiful flame yeah share us we're back babies <laughs> oh yeah we're back babies <laughs> um, it's gonna be great we're excited to be back and i think it's gonna be fun so yeah okay all right, all right well okay. have a Bye, good Brittany. thanks uh, have a good day off yeah you too well, I got a week off, so. Ciao. Goodbye. Titular? Titular. What? Titular. Okay. Let me try that again. In which a documentary crew jet off to investigate why Americans dream of a simpler life, chancing upon the titular town. <laughs> I'm just going to cut out the word titular because I can't say it. Is that how you say that word? Titular? Titular? I think it's like titular because it has to do with title, but we don't well, say it. Well, I just wish way. I wouldn't say tit in it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like really having a hard time with this.